The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever, interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today I'm in beautiful Geneva, Switzerland. I love this city. Uh, sitting with my new friend, Sylvie Meunier. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Congratulations. <laughs> Not everyone manages. <laughs> exactly, especially as Americans. And so we're sitting in this really, really cool apartment to talk about radiating joy. And um, Sylvie is a soul therapist and a laughter yoga practitioner, which fascinates the hell out of me. <laughs> I think it sounds like so much fun. Hi, Sylvie. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for welcoming me into your home. This is really gorgeous. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Super cute. Thanks for so, coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So I know that you and I kind of share a similar background. You were also corporate. You were also in kind of the working business world mm -hmm. for yeah. a while. Yes. And then um, we're was pushed out of the nest like I was, <laughs> like a baby bird, yeah. <laughs> right? And then said, heck with that, I'm going to do what I want. Mm -hmm. And so um, your branding is kind of the laughing butterfly. Can you tell us just a bit about laughing butterfly and yeah. what that is about? So it's actually a funny story because I was uh, working with a business coach when I wanted to start in my business. And it's the name that, that just came to me. And, of course, the butterfly is the metaphor of the transformation, the metamorphosis, oh, yeah. of course. But I also have this, like, big laughter that for a long time I wasn't sure if it was good or bad because, you know, in a way people tell you how great it is to hear you laugh and it's very contagious and you can hear me, like, 100 meters away <laughs> and that's great, blah, blah. But I also, we also live in, I also live in Switzerland where... You know, I got shushed in like theater or on trains oh. because my laughter was really loud. People are really mm. kind of quiet around yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can be. They, yeah. So, um, yeah. And actually, one night I was uh, doing, um, I was attending a women's circle and mm -hmm. it was lots of practices. But at the end, we got to um, uh, choose a card. 
And the card I picked that day, I will always remember, was uh, your laughter is a gift. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, take that name. And embrace it. Yeah. And actually, um, the laughter yoga, I didn't even know it it existed at the time. Mm -hmm. I found out years later. And so I obviously, when I heard there is such a thing as laughter yoga, I was like, well, I got to train for that. Laughter and yoga? (laughs) Yeah. So the laughing butterfly, the idea is really to help people uh, transform and reconnect to their soul by following joy. Because I think we don't give enough credit to joy. Joy is so much more spiritual than we assume. I mean, real joy that comes from inside and following, as you were saying, you know, do what you love, really. That's mm-hmm. that's that's your calling. So mm-hmm. I know sometimes in society it's, it's hard to embrace because we feel obligated to do so many other things but really if you if you go back to you and you ask yourself what brings me joy then that's that's the way to go that's the step you should follow so exactly we've talked about joy and happiness a couple of times in this podcast Mm -hmm. um, with some other guests and it's you know and it's this concept of joy it's not just like this kind of silly you slap on a smile and you paste it over what you've got Mm -hmm. going on you know it's something it's something more than that so what does joy mean to you um well, it can be many things, but um, for me, it's like, uh, well, it's it's connection, I think. Connection to you and connection to others uh, on so many levels. But it can be, you know, like connecting to nature. For instance, I know, like for, like yesterday, there was oh, this yeah. beautiful rainbow in Geneva. You know, I, I, got I, out of, I got out of the office and I see this. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I see all these people like walking, you know, looking at their phone. And I'm like, look up. <laughs> <laughs> It's nat- nature is amazing so it's like oh, you know yeah. joy can be like in little things or in a deep conversation with a friend it can be it can be so many so many things mm-hmm. um, um but it's it's something deep and as you say for me it's not about like uh pretending you're joyful when you're not right. you if you we all have like sad moments angry moments uh moments where we are really scared and mm-hmm. and that's okay too that's that's part of life but then all these difficult emotions are actually asking us to look at ourselves and see okay what what do i need here what do i need to go back to joy what are my needs what do i want to do and usually when we feel bad it means that we have something to learn or we off, off track from yeah. our uh, life path. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. And so you found laughter yoga as one of your many, many tools. Yes. So what, what the heck is laughter <laughs> yoga? Is it like a laughing down dog or something? Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good question. Cause a lot of people, uh, ask me that when, when I talk about teaching laughter yoga, because there is the word yoga in it, but we, we don't do any, um, yoga postures actually. I think people would laugh if they saw me doing yoga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe i don't know normally you don't look at other people doing yoga yoga is an inward practice <laughs> anyway um but i think the name uh is yoga is really used in like its original meaning which is like the union of you know the body the breath the spirit the mind yeah. so it's not about the poses or the postures it's about connecting back to yourself and the part that that looks or could feel like yoga is the the breathing that we use between the exercises, which is a really like deep breathing to mm-hmm. really expand your uh, diaphragm. And then at the end of a session, normally you um, you would do like a also a deep relaxation. But the idea is really to reconnect 
every part of every level of your soul so yeah. the body the mind the emotions um and laughter is so powerful because you really are in the present moment and you start releasing stuff without you know yeah. like thinking about it if, right. if you let go <laughs> yeah you can't yeah. you cannot not be in the present moment when you're yeah. laughing yeah so uh yeah laughter yoga was uh, created uh, about 20 years ago in india actually oh, of course <laughs> wasn't of there course. one yogi in particular who was known for that uh, say there's some videos about that. a yogi i don't know but so the 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 guy who created it is mm-hmm. um was a doc i mean he's still alive he's a doctor he's a cardiologist and um, his intention in, at first was to study the benefits of laughter on the cardiovascular system. So right. that's what he did for a while by actually telling jokes. And then after a while, to complete his survey, he didn't have more jokes to tell. So uh, with his colleagues, they decided that they could try to laugh for no reason. Just fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. And uh, they realized, like, as we know now with like neuroscience and stuff, that the brain doesn't Really make, yeah, exactly. It doesn't know if you're, if what you're doing is real or if you're faking it. Like you know, when I always give this example to people of either you know, if you're stressing about the future, you right. you believe it's real because right. you have all the physical reactions, but it's not. So it's the same with joy and laughter. You can fake it. Uh, um, yeah. So basically, a session you would start laughing for no reason and the instructor is the one who is supposed to lead the group and show how you can do it by taking uh, very like normal daily situations like yeah. you're on the bus you're late for work you're stuck in an elevator anything really uh, and then with the group dynamic with eye contacts and other like kind of uh, games to create the connection by you know laughing seeing people laughing you start your laughter becomes more natural yes <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly yeah and um uh, what did i want to say yeah so but to get all the benefits of laughter which i can explain after you need to laugh for at least 10 minutes in a row <clears throat> wow and you need to laugh in a very loud way and really like you know heartfully if you want so from really again coming from not mm-hmm. love from the jaw but really the from diaphragm. the belly from the diaphragm uh and you know in real life when do you ever laugh 10 minutes in a row unless you have really good friends that you see every week and you you know yeah. you're it doesn't really happen funny. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that, that, that's a long time 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh you'd feel like you've done your your abdominal crunches you know you get your cardio in. yeah so actually yes yeah. so that's one of the benefits is like is it really? uh, it's physical health so of course if you do that even once a week it's like a good ab workout as you just yeah. said also like for your your yeah, cardiac uh, cardio system. cardio system but also like the muscles on yeah. your face and your your jaw you know when you're stressed you often you like your yeah. really, your teeth are really tight so that's a yeah. good way to release this, the tension uh, here so that's like the physical it's also like lower uh, lowers blood pressure so that's Does it like, really yeah 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 wow so that's the physical aspect and then of course so you get like you know um, more oxygen in your brain so oh, you sure. you'll become like uh, more productive which is why laughter yoga is popular in uh, in companies because it's one way of you know getting the energy of people uh, going and becoming more productive more creative and of course the good mood i mean you'll have oh. endorphins for like 48 
48 hours running in your system. Uh, nice. You'll be smiling for no reason, mm -hmm. <laughs> which might be normal in the US, but here in Geneva, it's like, mm. <laughs> why are you smiling? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> What are you planning? Yeah. Uh, so, of course, uh, stress release, emotions that, you know, sure. you might know about or you might don't even know about that can be in the subconscious will also be released. It's really good for a social contact if oh, yeah. if you're shy or even you know if you're not shy but you have a hard time like meeting people mm -hmm. it's really nice to to break the ice and really uh, um yeah be okay with who you are and you know making fun of yourself and you know letting go of any uh, any judgment you might have about yourself or others oh, yeah. and just having fun really connecting back to uh, playfulness and the, the kid inside us yeah. really because kids they Until we tell them it's not okay to, you know, scream, laugh, and cry in public, they do that, no, mm -hmm. like automatically, because it's the best way to process your emotion. Oh, absolutely. You take them in, you express them, and they're gone. <laughs> As adults, we take them in, and we're like, we pretend they're not there, and, you know, yes. we bury them down, and then one day they just explode in your face. So, right. so laughter yoga is a way to, uh, to release that. And it's also very good for... Uh, Anger, you know, when you get yeah. irritated or frustrated with uh, with little things, after a while, um, I remember uh, I always talk about you know traffic jam that you know if you're stuck oh, in yeah. traffic you really get annoyed, but if you really practice laughter yoga uh, regularly, after a while you just you don't care anymore. You're just behind your wheel and you're uh, you're laughing because you yeah. know what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. You know, somebody once said, you know, laying on your horn when you're in traffic jam is like screaming at your shoes when they're tied together. Yeah. It's not going to help <laughs> anything. No point. Yeah, I dream of a day when they do like, uh, instead of having these horrible sounds that are right. awful for everyone and just increase tension, they should send like some kind of like home vibration, you know, to calm people. and <laughs> clown horn. <laughs> yeah, something you know? different, you know, because that's, <laughs> this is not helping. No, it's not helping. It's just making everybody stressed out. Well, you know, you, you talked about team building and I know you do corporate events and yeah. you work with large corporations and, and bringing this laughter yoga I can imagine it being a bonding experience yeah yeah absolutely I mean it's um, it's very interesting because it's a different form of uh, interaction yes. and it's it's non-verbal obviously so <laughs> it, it really helps with uh, improving communication actually and you know mm -hmm. having like a lighter kind of environment right. and really and connecting through also like the eye contact is quite interesting and because we do eye contact during the, right. the session but I always tell people you know when we do like the warm-up I say okay we're gonna start by walking around and just smiling and you know looking at other people in the eye stop looking at your feet don't look at the sky really like <laughs> yeah. and that's already something that people are not necessarily used to doing so that's you know already there there is something that's uh, right. uh working because you know the, we say the eyes are the door Windows of the soul, soul right yes. so, so it's uh it's very powerful right. oh, yeah. i can imagine <laughs> well and i think the laughing is the great equalizer yeah it makes everybody equal you know yes. ceo and the receptionist mm -hmm. you know are yeah. on the level playing ground and then i don't know if you i don't know if this is what people do here but i know that back home in the states a lot of women, especially, they'll laugh and go, <laughs> mm -hmm. they yeah. cover their face, they look away, they don't want to see people laughing because, you know, their expression is like, I know when I laugh, I get, my face gets red and I get, my face gets blotchy, and, <laughs> but I don't care. But a lot of people do. Good for you. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and that's how it should be. <laughs> and that's how it should be. Yeah, but some people, you know, have the expression ugly crying. Well, some, some people feel like they've got ugly laughter. So I can imagine mm. just giving them space. Yeah, so that's that. the idea of having a like a session, like because sometimes you're like, but why do you need to have a proper session of laughter? Why can't you just laugh? And you can, but it's, yeah. it's not quite the same because as, as I said, it's like you need quite a long time to get the re, like the whole the benefits. Right, and you need to laugh loudly, and as you said, you know, on the bus or in the street, you might you know like refrain what you really want to, you know, right. how you really want to laugh and. Um, um, what else? What did I want to say? Now I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, anyway. I can imagine that there's yeah. a huge release of endorphins yes. when you connect mm. with laughter. Yeah, yeah. So That's be when beneficial. I started uh, teaching laughter yoga, I was I I was trained here in Geneva, but I by a person who lives in uh, Northern Ireland, and I mean she she is amazing. And we were there were five of us, and then we decided to get started to also like gain confidence in teaching it. We would like teach yeah. together and we started doing it in the evenings and I remember so af- at the end you have like a relaxation to help people you know um, ground and calm down sure. a little bit but we were like as the facilitators you stay on fire and, and I, I remember like I couldn't go to bed because I felt so energized and so happy and so excited and yeah. it's, it's really it's really powerful yeah <laughs> and it lasts for you know at least 40 hours so it's uh it can yeah. really make a difference you know in in how you you know, feel about everything right. <laughs> oh my gosh I can imagine I mean I would imagine in uh you know kind of group therapy settings that yeah. would be wonderful in you know hospice care settings in you know grief counseling grief yeah. settings I mean all of these different settings could be really powerful yeah yeah I mean it's basically yeah bringing lightness of being and you know things that are might might not be funny but you know it really helps with uh making things yeah a bit lighter and they do it in uh yeah what do you call it retirement homes oh, like sure. uh, for old people mm-hmm. and also hospitals and uh, and i've i've used it in uh in other kinds of workshops where i don't i don't say that i'm going to do laughter yoga because you know there was there is also this I mean, now people are more open to it, I would sure. say. I think because, um, I mean, I don't know how it is in the U.S., and but I know in uh, in England and, uh, yeah, the, yeah, Northern Europe, they, they were more open and, you know, it was easy to get into companies and even public like people to do it. In Geneva, it's... I think it's opening up now because meditation in a way has become so mainstream that people right. are ready to try other things that are maybe a bit weird or, you right. know, they are curious and they're more open. And so now laughter is finally... It's uh, catching yeah, on. Yeah, it's catching on, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good news because, yeah, you can do it in um, in any kind of settings, really. You Yeah, you don't need any special equipment. You don't mm-hmm. need the blocks or the props or anything. You don't need special clothing. You don't need your mat. Yeah. No, you don't need anything. You just need you. <laughs> your body. I mean, me. But <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a whole facilitation process, apparently. There's like yeah. a training process. And so how, what does it take to become a, a certified laughter yoga practitioner or leader? So the, the first level to, to just lead um, workshops is a, is a two-day training, uh, which, I mean, you can do anywhere, I think. Uh, now yeah, they have people who teach it anywhere. Mm-hmm. 
uh, of course, if you want to learn from the master, you go to India with uh, Madame Kataria, who is like nice. really, uh, I mean, still alive and leads session with you know thousands of people in the street. I mean, that's that's amazing. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it's a two-day training course where basically yeah, you learn all about the benefits and uh, all kinds of exercises that you you can do, like sure. from daily situations to like really silly stuff because really the idea is to connect to your to your silliness and yes. also like the different steps um yeah the, also the you know the benefits but also the warnings so for Warning. people yeah so they say it's not really recommended for uh, women who are in the early stage of pregnancy it's oh, like it's like okay. any fitness exercise fitness okay. workout you know you need to know your body and your health and of course if you're if you're pregnant well the 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 ab workout can you know oh. if you really play the game so um if if it's a later stage of pregnancy normally it's fine but it's also like in yoga it's for you to know you know how am I feeling how is my body can I mm -hmm. uh, laugh more and like you know if you go if you do it with like uh, older people of course you would be careful to say okay you know you laugh as loud as you want but you can also when you feel like you're you out of breath or you feel any pain you you need to stop so right and for instance you wouldn't it's do it, do laughter yoga like you know a week after you had surgery i mean these are like common oh, sense right, right. yeah <laughs> but exactly. you know it's important that also uh people take it seriously like it's a serious workout and that's why we do uh wow. breaks with like deep breathing uh between the exercises because if you really play the game and go right. along and let everything go then you laugh really loud and that's you know it's a lot of uh, energy, so exactly yeah. <laughs> it is. You feel it, feel it in your abs, etc. Yeah. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you are enjoying this podcast. It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational. Heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way, you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. So we were just, um, you were just mentioning how you get certified. So there's the two-day certification, like how to lead the workshop, what yeah. the exercises are, what this is, what are the benefits and all that yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. So then what is it, what's involved after that? Actually, uh, to be honest, I don't know <laughs> because I haven't, I mean, that's all I've done. But uh, right. I assume, I think there are two or three levels and then yeah. level after would be to train leaders. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I don't know, actually. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> but laughter, I mean, laughter, like I was saying, is a great equalizer. And, you're just, you know, you really can't be angry, as you were saying. You can't be angry. You can't be in a negative frame of mind mm -hmm. when you're when you're doing this. I know for kids, you know, I teach a lot of kids. And um, if they're getting grumpy, if they're getting cross, you know, just say, hey, drop and give me five things you're grateful for. And that gets them right out of it because you mm -hmm. can't. Again, yeah, yeah. when you're in this positive frame of mind, you can't be negative. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So, um, so with the laughter, you also do coaching, soul transformation, soul 
therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, man, that seems huge. Yeah. Huge. Okay. So what, yeah. What's your take on the soul therapy? How did you find that that's what you wanted to do? Um, yeah, that's a very good question. I think it's a process. I mean, it didn't come like this. I mean, I think it's hard to find a name for yourself. But I, right. it's true that, you know, nowadays there are so many people who call themselves coaches. And, and that's fine. But I don't, like, resonate with that with that term. Um, because I, I realize that, for me, um, we are, you know, we are... We are everybody's unique and we're all like mm-hmm. exceptionals and we all have some potential some talent but i really believe in like the soul uh the decision of the soul to come and incarnate into somebody and that your life path is connected to that and yeah people are really looking for um meaning in their life or and i teach them how to create that and how to find joy and i think if you work which i do in um like uh, on multi levels, because we have a physical body, we have a powerful mind, we also are intuitive beings, yes. we have the energy inside us and around us, we are spiritual beings. There are so many levels to us, but they all hope together, they create the soul. And, and yeah. the soul calling is, I think, why we are here and you know uh, so um we need to work on our levels but then when we do that we manage to reconnect with our soul and it sounds huge but actually it's not it's very simple <laughs> mm-hmm. and again it's what i was saying at the beginning is finding what brings your joy because you know a lot of people and i used to be like that want to change the world save other people and and it's all great the intention is is nice but you need to Take care of yourself first and joy. What brings you joy is what going, is going to fill you up, fill your energy, and then mm-hmm. you can give others. And that's yeah. where your purpose is. It's not, you know, if you like uh, cooking, then cook and find a way to give meaning to that if you want to support other people. But don't do, go and do something else that, right. you know, doesn't bring you joy. So it's really, yeah, reconnected to... Um, to your talents, to your soul's desires. Right. I mean, because yeah. we all have things that we enjoy doing. And sometimes yes. we put those on the back burner thinking we have to go out and make money. We have to go and do these big things. We have to get the next position, the next advancement, mm-hmm. rather than doing what we really enjoy doing. Yeah. And so I, I actually work with people who, who go on <laughs> burnout because of that. Uh, yeah. Because, of course, yeah. Maybe you're somebody who wants to have a big career and and that's fine. But again, it's about following the career that you really want, not the one that, you know, you were told you should uh, do or have. Like I'm always impressed when I talk to people, when you ask them, uh, so what did you want to do when you were a kid? And what they're doing is completely different and actually if you listen to that kid, that desire is still there. And and people who maybe didn't know what they wanted to do as a kid, you know, at some point you still have to choose a field of study, which I know I remember I did. And I was really pressured by my parents and my school teachers to do something that was fine, but it wasn't my calling. I wanted to study psychology 
and I was told, no, you can't do that. It's it's not really uh, medicine. It's it's crap. Oh, oh I heard God. all this kind of stuff. Really? So I went into you know studying <clears throat> languages, literature, and that's fine because I love writing and you know <laughs> teaching and stuff. But but that wasn't my calling. No. <laughs> and now you know I've studied some psychology and other healing tools because that's really what I love and what I love learning and teaching so in the end I, I came back to that so it's really it. you know important to to listen to that calling and to follow it no matter what and I know it's hard I have been it's hard have been through all that process and right. I still have sometimes you know what you are saying about about money yeah we need to make money but mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I really believe that money will come once you know you're aligned and you know if you're really doing what you're meant to be doing money will come and uh, and sometimes we go through phases of uh, lack or um, yeah fear of lack and Mm -hmm. I think it's also a process it's uh, there is something to learn here for me I know when I went through that stage it was learning to ask for help which yes I used to be very bad I'm better but I'm because I'm a helper so it's like I want to help others but you know, it's learning and receiving. So the lesson was, okay, ask for support. You have support all around. So Exactly. Uh, so many times yeah. these people who have a, such a hard time asking for help and asking yeah. for support, well, then something happens that forces them yeah. to. They break their leg or they exactly. have to get a major surgery. Yeah. Right? And then you yeah. have to learn that lesson of being yeah. supported and asking for yeah. help and asking for what you need. So, yeah, I, I can identify with the burnout mm-hmm. because, yeah. uh, you know, having been in a corporate job before and in a place that was really, really stressful. Mm. But, and I know you've been through that as well. Yes, yes. So I had a burnout uh, 11 years ago now. I I never remember 11 or 12 years ago, a long time ago, (laughs) when burnout was still uh, not so common or the word was just, I just been, you know, we were starting to hear about it, but we didn't really know. Uh, It wasn't really taken seriously. So I'm, I'm actually glad in a way because the WHO officially said that you know burnout is a disease and just they last did. week so the WHO not, did yeah World Health so, Organization yeah. so it's been recognized now and it's kind of uh, somebody was saying wow. yeah it's an epidemic nowadays you hear everyone has had burnout or knows somebody who does and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's um it's very interesting like it's it's a very difficult things to go through but at the same time it shows that we are in this amazing period of transition where, you know, there is the crisis on like the individual level and the collective level and our society, the way we are, um, the jobs we have, the things we buy, what our choices, what we do are all questioned because the planet is dying because of us. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we, Mm -hmm. it's, and I think everything for me is connected and we need to work on all levels. So, mm-hmm. um, for me, I I I, uh, I work uh, on the individual level right. <laughs> because I think uh, uh, you know companies and the corporate world and big organizations they need to rethink how they they do the collective, the communication, the management, the system, and and there are people who do that. And I'm really happy that you know things are uh, starting to uh, to catch up in mm-hmm. companies and all. But I also think that. <coughs> It's easy in a way to blame everything on the organization. Right. <laughs> Just like the organization, sometimes some people are in denial and they say it's the individual that's, you know, at stake and is responsible and people are being called weak and all. And 
and none of that is true it's mm-hmm. like it's it's like in a relationship you know uh if we are in a relationship whether it's friendship or a romantic relationship it's not just one person's fault or responsibility it's a 50 percent thing so organizations need to take their responsibility the society needs to take responsibility mm-hmm. and individual also needs to look at themselves and see okay but what am i doing i mean why am i in this job uh, am i expressing my needs do i know my needs uh, am i setting the right boundaries uh, am i trying to be perfect when you know perfection doesn't exist so mm-hmm. um am i doing things that you know bring me joy or am i completely why am i so tired because really if you go back to joy joy is so powerful because when you do something that brings you joy you get more energy so everything is connected then you can you know do more or you Mm -hmm. feel nourished and you can help others exactly and so sometimes you yeah you just put everybody's needs before you so your your boss's needs your colleagues needs but also we talk less of that but the family burnout you know the parental burnout is huge huh? that is huge mothers would just give everything to their family always never have time for themselves so Mm -hmm. They kind of become zombies. They, oh yes, they are oh, yes. surviving. They're not really living. So, and the yeah. the episode of this podcast, bef- uh, just a couple of episodes before this one is going to come out, is a mom is a mom coach. Nice, who helps moms with burnout and yeah. has eleven hacks for helping moms yeah, that's avoid, bur- yeah. avoid burnout. Yeah. I mean, cause that's real. And, and this is kind of another passion that you have currently, um, finding out about suicide. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's kind of something that's, you know, I've been thinking about for a long time. And, uh, I had a friend who attempted suicide a couple of months ago and I was like, wow, it's, it's very interesting. And I'm glad that he reached out to, to me and other people, mm-hmm. but cause I was like, well, it means that, you know, he feels, safe enough to reach out but I was wondering how many people have this kind of community and support and also how many of my friends have been thinking about it uh, at least once in their life because I know I know I've had I mean Mm -hmm. when I was in my dark uh, period uh, for sure I mean I even I remember even like writing letters to my parents my friends to say goodbye so I never did it but I, I thought about it and I realized that it's a very it seems like it's very taboo. It's very difficult to open the conversation mm-hmm. because, and I don't know exactly why I have some ideas, but I want to interview people to find out why. So I, my project right now is still at the beginning, but it's, it's to start t- talking about it more and ask people, you know, when you ask somebody, how are you? And you don't even listen to the answer. Right. <laughs> it's really like, but really, how are you? What's going on in your life now? And, and maybe the person is really having a great time and, and fantastic, but they might also be struggling. And and I think we need to share more of our struggles because we we all pretend sometimes that, you know, everything is great when we're going through a rough patch and... By just, you know, putting it out there. Well, actually, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, but I'm struggling with this and this and I find this difficult, blah, blah. And asking people and telling people you are there because I feel like sometimes people are afraid. Okay, but if I ask that person, you know, uh, do you want to die or something? You're, yeah. you're afraid of what they're going to say yes and then you right. don't know what to say. But what you have to say is just, I'm, I'm there for you and I also struggle. And by sharing that already makes things, you know, things are 
up out and yeah, it's already and a release open. and so mm -hmm. the already the pressure so it's not so complicated and it's not so difficult but um i know social media for instance <laughs> is really not helping with that and i think we mm -hmm. can find ways to use social media to help with that because it's uh, we all post about our you know beautiful weekend and holidays and how much fun we have and and that's great but when you're not feeling so good and you see all of that, you start wondering, oh, am I normal? Why am I so unhappy? Everybody right. else seems to be so happy. But it's all bullshit. It is, right? <laughs> and everybody's kind of feeling that way yeah. in their own corner. So if you okay. dare putting out there, well, actually, today I'm having a bad day. I'm thinking about such and such thing and I'm really mm -hmm. suffering. Uh, then it allows people to feel that they're not the only ones because Absolutely. it's normal to go like this in life. You have up, ups and downs. Right. and. But if you feel like you're the only one having downs, then you, you don't isolate. You feel isolated, and Absolutely. and we need to bring back the the community, the mm -hmm. the connection, the connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, I think suicide. I mean, gosh, I hate to go from joy to suicide, but um, I feel like it's an epidemic. Yeah, and especially among the younger people. Yes, yeah, because again, I think at a societal level, it's. Uh, um, we've lost like the community, we've lost the, the meaning, you know, we, mm -hmm. we go into these jobs that don't mean anything. And, and also like, if you think of, if you are a young person right now, you're being educated and trained for a job that may not exist anymore in 10 or 20 years. So sure. what's the point? Right. Um, so it's, it's very complicated, I think. And, uh, right. we, we really need to, uh, yeah, to support one another and to bring back the sense of community and and connection. Right, uh, yeah. which is what you're doing in your coaching. Yeah. You know, affecting one person at a time. Absolutely. Yeah. To build that consciousness and build that awareness in. Yeah, and I believe in, uh, you know, I believe in the power of little things because you can have ambition and, I don't know, want to do like a... Uh, conference in front of thousands of people and that's great I mean right. if you think that you can get a message out there then please go for it but I also believe in the power of little things and mm -hmm. uh, you know just smiling at someone on the bus might actually make a difference in their day uh, so you don't have to be um, a healer you can be a healer if that's what you're called to do but I was mm -hmm. I was saying before you know if you like if you like cooking it's just might be just invite a few friends over for dinner, mm -hmm. and if you know somebody is feeling lonely, then you know that can change everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and by impacting one person, you don't know what that person is going to do next. They might impact somebody else, who will impact somebody else. Exactly. And so it's like a wave of uh, of light, and right. it's very important. And, right. and we, we do underestimate that because we, we also have this belief that, and especially if with people who have burnout or mothers, you know, like mm -hmm. we don't do enough we're not enough exactly. it's not true you yeah. know if you do something with like real like you know joy and intention and because it brings you joy as well then people will feel that and be impacted and that's that's really powerful that's super powerful <laughs> Yes. Well, um, <clears throat> we met, Sylvia and I met actually through this Facebook group yes. um, with holistic practitioners here in the Geneva area. It's an amazing group of women. And I'm not sure if there are men. There may be men, but 
No, I don't think so, but yeah. so. maybe but men who are open to be called fairies. That's right? possible. Yeah. Sure, sure, wellness fairies. <laughs> they are welcome, I think. <laughs> I'd, I'd welcome them. Um, but then on the on the wellness fairies uh, Facebook page, you you issued you issued a challenge. Yes. Can you talk about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I a wanted, fun one. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to um, to bring laughter in our daily lives because, as we said, you know, we don't laugh often or often enough or uh, naturally enough. So I, I challenged the, the group of fairies to uh, to post videos of themselves uh, laughing and mm-hmm. share it with the group because I think when you when you see someone laughing, you know it's it's contagious. So it is. Um, so yeah, so we we started doing that a bit. I think I think everyone is is a bit shy, which as you were saying before, but you know laughing like this, it's <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's just a, a trial run, I would say. But I I feel like for me, my next step is really to bring that out there in the streets with a way to connect people so I've done laughter flash mobs on trams and buses but you know I was always with a group of people and I'm thinking oh maybe I should try to do it on my own you know and really like grab a few people in the street and say okay let's laugh together like you would do also like let's dance together just just like you know two minutes to bring some some kind of joy and it's yeah. easier in you know now in the summer than the yeah, winter yeah, people, are out, people are out and also people are you know the sun really helps also people mm-hmm. are more like talking to each other and it's a bit like there's less of a barrier so if we can embrace right. that while it's here and help it you know spread that'd be that'd be really awesome well like you were saying you never know what difference it's going to make for somebody you know somebody could watch one of our videos and uh really just get a chuckle out of it and then that makes their day and then they go around and spread that joy and absolutely you don't know yeah you don't know and and that's the other thing uh which i've I've been learning also over over time is, you know, uh, let go of expectations or results just to, yeah. and that's why you should do it because it brings you joy. That's the key. Exactly. Not, you know, of course, having the intention to impact people is great, but you don't know what's going to happen. It might be amazing. It might be, a, you know, <laughs> not really work. Exactly. It's fine. But as long as you have fun already, it's like, it's a gift. So, oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it can touch somebody else. You never yeah. know. Yeah. But I have to say, we met up at, at the cafe <laughs> with a couple of other fairies yeah. and just had the best time. I tell you, just looking at you <laughs> made me start laughing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I was on fire that day. I was really like... You were really out there. <laughs> oh, I got so much fun. Oh, and my, I remember my cheeks hurt <laughs> in a good way. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um... So we've been talking about quite a lot. Is there anything that we've not mentioned? Anything you think that is important to mention? Anything to get out there? Yeah, think? I think mm-hmm. I think for anyone who is listening and who is uh, struggling right now, I I hear you, you, I feel you, I've been there, and don't you know? Don't deny it. Uh, talk to your friends. Talk to a therapist, reach out, seek for help because there yes. is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know when you're in the tunnel, you're like. You know, you don't believe in anything, but, yeah. you know, life is really ups and downs all the time. And there's always a new level. And, and really, I assure you, it's it's worth it, you know, connecting to yourself and reaching out. And, and yeah, please yes. <laughs> do. Do. <laughs> yes. do. Yes, absolutely. Please reach out. Well, Sylvia, it's been a true pleasure. Your English you is so amazing much. and your, your you. joy is infectious. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> uh, thank you your so much. Your podcasts are amazing. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks. 
Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.